it's me the eternally pregnant Dina Doherty. Um, you might be wondering why I'm still pregnant on this podcast, whereas on my Instagram I'm clearly not pregnant anymore because this was recorded in the past. Um, I Hello and welcome to Remember When, a podcast where I, Dina Doherty, ask my guests to remember when something happened in pop culture history that had some sort of effect on them. You can... I'm out of breath, ready. Small lung capacity. Um, you can go see The Hendu this autumn in a theatre near you if you live in the north of Ireland, Northern Ireland, the six counties, whatever you want to call it. You're all politically correct. Uh, it's uh, gblproductions.com for tickets. We're going to the Millennium Forum, the Grand Opera House, the Ardoan Theatre, Bernavin, Down, Patrick, which was sprung on me today. There we go. A couple other places. See you there. Riverside Theatre, Coleraine. Marketplace Armagh, all those places. You can come and see the show there. Bridesmaids of Britain is also touring the UK. You can see it in Scotland, England, Wales and Southern Ireland this July. Which is now, I think, maybe. I don't know. I can't tell what time this will be out at. Um, it's touring for like maybe about 50 or 60 shows. So you could go see that. I won't be in it, but other better actresses will be. Uh, and you can also join the Patreon for extra content, patreon.com forward slash remember when. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My guest today is Funny Woman winner, newcomer of the Fringe winner, Lara Nicote. Oh, thank you. Very nice you said it. You said it really well. Do you know what? You practice. Well, I've been saying it all day. Um, <laughs> just slagging you off. Do you know your name is one of the names that you have to say in the accent? Yeah. Because if, like, if I had Enrique Iglesias on here, I would just say that. I would just be like, hi, Enrique. But you can't just say, you have to go Lara. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, you gotta. You gotta yeah. give it over. I love that. I love watching people do that. That's such a. It's such a fun thing to see people do it. Also, because it's like it's like with a D. That's how you, everybody says it. They say like Lara. Lara. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's Lara, but also that's a weird letter that not everybody has. I can do it. Tell me. Lara. Lara. Yeah, I have Spanish. Oh, yeah! Wow, un poco, más de un poco. Ah, mira, un chingo, yeah. un montón. Podemos hablar en español para la duración del podcast. Si ¿Por quieres. qué? ¿Por qué hablas? Uh, if you, ¿por qué? Sí, ¿por qué? O sea, ¿de dónde? Oh, eh, estudié en el colegio. Mira, muy bien. Mm -hmm. Para cinco, siete años. Un montón. Sí. Wow. Y mi padre habla español. Por, también. porque estudió en el colegio. Sí. Qué y lindo. En la universidad. También. Mira. Mi padre, not me. Claro, sí, tu padre. Yo no. For anybody who's less than me, just spoke French there for ages. She did it wonderfully, really good. No, it's terrible. I can't really remember anything. You do stand up in both languages, don't you? I do, yeah. Do you do the same material? Yeah. Does it translate? It translates, yeah. Does it? Yeah, I mean, I do, like, I do get, I have, like, a different character in Spanish than I have in English. That part I've only realized lately. Is she Spanish? She's fucking Spanish. No, she, like, I guess I'm just more Mexican. I think there's, like, some, like, things that you can, like, there's a lot of, like, the kind of, and I don't really know, like, how to pinpoint it, but it's, like, 
like in Spanish, I'm much more like, da, 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 yeah, which yeah, is yeah, racist yeah. to do, but yeah, um, yeah. I am not. <laughs> and you can do it. Yeah, but I do do that. Like, I, I lean on that a lot more. Yeah. And so, it, like, in, in English, obviously, there's not, like, But is the... that funny to your Spanish audience? <laughs> yes. Is that funny? Is that funny to your Spanish audience? Yes. When you heighten the Spanishness? Okay, that's good. No, but it's You're just like, like, no, it's not funny, but I keep doing it. <laughs> it's, it feels like it's, like, a it's like a stereotype of, like, a Mexican person. Yes. But it's not really... Because no. I'm so not, I'm I'm a very big big mix of countries. My dad's Venezuelan and my mom's Mexican, and I grew up in the United States. So like I just like every the way I talk, and I have this lisp that you I have, have an American accent. Yeah, really I have an American accent, yeah. but also in Spanish I don't. In Spanish I have some kind of like, and then I lived in Argentina for a long time, which is eight months. But there was enough time to like stick it onto me. So now I have some sort of like, yeah, I want to say amalgam. Is that a word? Amalgamation. Amalgamation. Hybrid. I don't know if a hybrid is two things. Hybrid? Hybrid. Hybrid. Oh. Hybrid. 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 Yeah, so you have a very, yeah. you have a proper Mex. But So where did you proper grow up though, Mexico? In between Mexico and Miami. Because Why? my, the yeah, tree? my mom, my mom's a soap actress. My mom just shut so, yeah. your mouth. Yeah, she does that. So that meant that every time that we had, that she had a, a, a telenovela, job. yeah, she would go and then she would pick like a combination of daughters to take with her. And so I lived there for like, like three years. If you got to go, portion. were you lucky or not lucky? It was always weird. It was like always depended who stayed because if, if your favorite sister of the time stayed and you got to go, then it was like this is punishment. But if you're <laughs> like, but if you went with like the best sister, yeah, then it was great. Do you, is there would there be times that your mom and dad would have a favorite? I think obviously yes. Like I think my little sister was always. Just the thing about my little sister is that she's like she's so loving and she's so sweet, but like she's she's kind of like. Like she, an asshole. I think she's like she means to do well, but like if she hugs you, like a wall will break. You know what I mean? Like she just like too she's much a bear hug. Yeah, but yes. she's not even like a ginormous person. She's like just come. Why is she so with, aggressive? I don't know. I don't know what it is. She's so living into the stereotype. <laughs> You're like, da, 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 da. she's like <laughs> too much. It's too much. So I think her around is always like nice to have her around, but like she. Uh, so your mom much. was in Spanish baking soaps. Yeah. Oh my god, they're the best. You what? Well, no. Oh. But like, do you know when you see one and they're just so dramatic? They're so dramatic. They're the best. They're everything that you yeah. think that they are. Yeah. They're... My little sister went to school for that, like soap school, which is like what? they teach you like all the stuff. They teach you how to like slap the best, how to like pull hair the best. She went to soap acting school. Yeah, she went to that. And That's did she become a soap actress? She did do a couple. Now she's doing theater. Okay. So like it's every... the same thing, I think. Theater and soap acting. Yeah, except no, because in okay, okay. <laughs> except not at all in theater. I mean, <laughs> yes, but no. In soap acting, they put like the little—it's called a chicharro. It's like a little pee, basically, in your ear, and they're giving you the lines. What the whole time that you're doing them? It's like it's like constant. Like you, so you are. You don't have to learn them. You don't have to learn them. No. Who did that? A big famous actor, like fucking. And it was like cheating. Pacino. Al Pacino. And Al Pacino what? refused to learn his lines. Would have a have a wee earpiece in his ear. Now, bear in mind, everyone else would learn their lines. He would be the only one who would be fed it because he would want to like it be fresh and like, right. Well. So it's weird, but I don't know if it's like it's a talent, obviously, to be able to do that on like EastEnders. I don't know about no, EastEnders. I would them, imagine no. They don't would... have earpieces. No, they make them learn their lines. It's crazy though because you're not only hearing your lines, you're hearing the other person's lines. You're hearing everybody's lines. You just have to know which lines are your lines. You have like a reader for you. It's really, it's cool. 
and it's efficient because they they pump them out quick. That that's is why yeah. it's like having an auto cue, but for your ears. Yeah, yeah. Which is like that's hard. That's a hard thing to to learn. But so I want to go tell. back and rewatch a Spanish soap now to see them all like <laughs> when when the camera. You know, everyone looks. That's why everyone looks so intense in the Spanish. They're all like <laughs> hearing yeah. a million lines <laughs> yeah. at the same time. You're. You're the murderer? Like, they've just got a fed to them? Like, that's amazing. That is efficient. That's how the shit gets done. Yeah. Is your mum still acting? Yeah, so? she's still doing that. Does she? Yeah. Would she be famous? She would be famous. In Mexico, she would be famous. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not nepotism for me to do anything, though, because I'm so far away. Mm, Shut I up. Think so. Shut up. I'm so far away. <laughs> Nobody even knows about me. Yeah, but her. you just said you're funny in Mexico, so. Yeah, I'm funny, but they don't know that I, anything. They don't know anything <laughs> about me. They, you're they like, don't know. You're like Prince Harry. You're like, <laughs> I'm doing it on my own. I'm off. <laughs> hey, I'm off. I'm fucking here. It's so far away. Why did you end up here? I went to. I moved to the Netherlands because I went That's to study. Not here. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I live. Right. You live in the Netherlands. That's where I live. Yeah. I thought you lived in London. No, I don't. Why the fuck did you end up in Belfast? I know. I I have an agent in London, so okay. I like because of the funny women thing that yes. was in the UK. Yes. And that like changed. I, I think I was in that funny women competition the year that you won. Oh no way! Thank yeah. We don't might be have so, been. Don't be so patronizing. No, 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 no. But were we in the same heat? No. Then how would we know that? Well, I only realized it because whenever I looked you up, I was like, "Twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure I entered it that year." Well, I mean, a lot of people that were fucking great entered that year. That was a hard year. That was a hard Thanks very year. Much. That's why I didn't. And that's why you didn't. Also, it's such a weird thing that thing like. Who gets it and who doesn't? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, yeah, it's subjective, is what you're saying. Subjective yeah. is what I'm saying, but in a lot of words. Yeah, but all. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, but what year did you start comedy? I started in 2018, like at the end of 2018. I was going to say, you maybe we're doing it longer than me. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I also I got lucky in terms of like in the Netherlands, there was no scene. So, like, it was like there were maybe three nights, and it was like you immediately had to produce stuff if you wanted to do comedy. And at the same time, like, three women in comedy so I was doing 15 minutes like my third time Aye. which is like bad for comedy but really good for me because yeah, I got like a lot of write. Yeah, and, yeah I had to write a lot and also like I had a lot of stage time to be like and that's the thing that if like you're the only woman on the lineup which I was always the only woman Same on the here. lineup yeah it's like that's the, you don't want to be bad you want to we work so much harder because it's like you represent all women ever yeah 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 I was on a podcast recently and I was like if you fuck up at a gig you feel like you have because it's the same here too very few women there's only a handful of us here that's great doing stand up and how many stand like in general like a hundred comedians yeah oh no no forty oh no do you oh. want there actually is there's actually about seventy or eighty now there's actually loads but most of them are shit um, no <laughs> I'm only joking. No, there actually is. There's been a real surge in the amount of comedians yeah. this past few years. So actually, there's loads now. So say I would say there's maybe three percent are female. Wow. And maybe five. Very specific. Yeah. I got very mathematical there, and I <laughs> yeah. shouldn't because I don't warrant it. I have no idea how to count. But um, but I find that too. So if like if you're so an odd like you, know, you get audience members coming up going, I don't normally like female comedians, but you know what, you were good. Wait, you talk so fast there. I didn't oh, even sorry. get one thing. What do you say again? And also, you're hard of hearing too. I'm hard of hearing as hell. I know. I put my hearing aids up a bunch before I came in, but they I can't. find that really insulting. <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with me. <laughs> no, I think that's a, dis- a reflection of me. It's a disability. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> yes, go on again, please. Um, so the women thing. What did I even say? Oh, yes. So, like, an audience member might yeah. come over and be like, I don't normally like female yeah, comedians. Right. But you're, do you know, the listeners are probably going, thank fuck somebody has told her to slow down. 
for once. Um, and you're like, well, you know, and you, so you, it's what you're saying. Like, if you have a shit gig, then yeah. you're like, the hundred people in this room now won't wa- want to watch another female comedian. I fucked it for everyone. Yeah, you and you do fuck it for everyone. Yeah. Also, it's like the same. It's like when if you see, like, when if you see, if you go to see an improv show or something, like, it already, like, if you see one bad improv show and it was the only improv show you've seen, I don't think it's, like, mean towards women. It's just about, like, the fact that if you see very little of one thing, it just, like, it represents yeah. the whole thing yeah. for you. 100% of the... You do improv, don't you? I do do improv. How's I don't that? do it enough. Um, it's good. It's what got me into comedy. Like it was yeah. like, how, do, you, do you do it? Mm, uh, no, but, but you've done I it. Did do like three seasons of a TV show that was improv. Oh no way! Yeah, it was like Are you an, you're an actor also. Yeah, cool. Did you tell just by looking at me? Yeah. Can you can you? No, you said something. You said something about about the show you're in. Yes. So the, oh wait, yes, that's a play. That's theater. Um, that's cool. But the TV show I did, we did like I don't know if it was like 15 episodes over three seasons, or whatever. But the whole it was a comedy about Brexit, and we were all playing like like um, border patrol officers. But the whole thing was improvised. How fucking cool is that? It was, was it hard? Exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting. So like the crew would just walk around with cameras and just try and capture shit because they don't know where we're gonna go or what we're gonna say or who we're gonna talk to. So was there like kind of like a decision like you have to get to this point because it's it's scripted. So you would have a brief of like, okay, in this scene, someone's trying to smuggle fish and chips and they're not allowed to because it's illegal, some shit like that. Usually some random shit like that. And at the end, you have to arrest them. Or at the end, you have to let them go yeah. because they're on their way to the hospital. One's given birth. And then you would just go, okay. And then you just improvise for like 20 minutes. And then and the then director would step in and go, like that bit, like that bit, like that bit. Let's do it again in 10 minutes and condense it. And then you haven't a fucking clue what makes the TV show until That's you watch so it. so cool. You know, it's called mumblecore. That's the genre. Oh. Yeah. Did you know like Marriage Story? I don't know if Marriage Story is. But do you know the director from Marriage Story? His name is, he's married to Ge- Greta Gerwig. Oh, right, yeah. His, what's his name? No, Bam Bam. It's something strange. Bam Bam? That's the wee boy from I the back. <laughs> oh, right. Bam Bam. <laughs> bam Bam. And Pebbles. So he, he, that, he does that. There's a lot of improvising in Marriage Story, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. It's like, they, but they know where they, and I don't know if it's Marriage Story the one, but he does a lot of movies that were like that, like Francis Ha and like this yeah. movie called uh, Funny Ha Ha. But I, all that. But you can genre. tell when you watch a show that's like that, and you appreciate it so much more because you're so like, cool. they, they've they created this on the spot. Like I love. Do you ever read stuff about movies and they're like, think you know, I don't know, Brad Pitt improvised this point, yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck me, it's a point. Do you know what I mean? Catch yourself on. If he improvised the whole scene, I'd be impressed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. supposed to point at her, and he did. <laughs> fuck off. It's fuck off. And it changed everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's so crazy, though, but like the, the thing with comedy is the same thing. We feel like people love it when you're like, well, that's the whole thing with crowd work, that everybody fucking love crowd work, because it's like, he just didn't even know that there wasn't going to be anyone, and then it's no, like, no, yeah, no, well, no. also could have been something that he did before, but also like, he wrote this and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I know it's <laughs> so part. annoying because that seems to be like what the appetite is for at the minute is all the crowd work yeah. online and that tends to be everything people's posting. You're like, yeah, but like, it's like, yeah, but look, what about all the shit we wrote? <laughs> <laughs> and practice in front of our mirrors yeah. for you. Do you practice in front of your mirror? I totally do. So do I. Yeah, I totally do. Not like things that... Not like, my mirror in the car. Yeah, I just like practice while I'm walking, but also sometimes I look at myself when I practice. But then like either way, like if I'm in front of my mirror, I'm not like staring deep into my eyes, so I'm not really looking at myself. Yeah. Um, but I do practice like that. My husband has videos of me 
Is that a thing? Videos? Yeah. He, has, he definitely has videos of me. <laughs> no, he has like footage of me. He'll record from like the next room where I'm like going over bits. But I do a panel show here as well, a TV panel show. And on that, like you have to write about 20 months of material every week for it. So it's like really hardcore. So wow. you're like, trying to go over it and trying to learn your bits. But then you have to make it look like I just thought of this. Like, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> he, he has loads of videos of me and I remember being all... It's <laughs> like maiming to myself and just like talking away and you look like a fucking crazy person. Like yeah. you look absolutely nuts. Like, it's good. <laughs> but I remember when I was I did drama in school and I remember my GCSE drama teacher going, it's the funniest room to look at when you see a bunch of drama students doing a, an exam because they're writing down stuff but they're explaining facial expressions <laughs> and they're doing them as they're writing them and their fucking face is going mad and they're like, you know, as they're writing yeah. down. I do that when I read. I do it when I read. When if and they say like, "Oh, this woman was like she was doing whatever she was doing with her face." I'm always doing it. It's just something about like getting it when you do it. Something about like putting it in your body or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like it. I think it's, it's something nice. I'm, gr- I'm glad that's working. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I do it. What what was it that we were saying? I do do it in Spanish, and I also oh, I? have been doing oh comedy. Um, <laughs> do you prefer doing comedy in Spanish or English? Um. No, I think I prefer doing it in English. Also, just because I like the audiences better. In in Spanish, I have to do it to, like, a lot of people who aren't comedy audiences. Why? They're just, like, people that are just excited to be somewhere where everybody else is speaking Spanish. You know? In, like, the <laughs> oh, Netherlands or something. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking you were doing it in Mexico. Oh, I've never done it in Mexico. Oh. I've never done it. Like, the only place in Latin America I've done it in Argentina because I went to study abroad and then I did it there for a while. And that was really fun. So, really you're fun. just afraid to steal your mom's thunder? I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. Or her. <laughs> I love her dearly, and I think she's so great. But at the same time, like, it would just make me feel like I, like, I know that everything I'd get there would be just directly because of her. Is there, so you've got two sisters. Is there comedy in your family then? Is that a thing? Like, do you feel like you grew up in a household that was funny? I did. I did, yeah. My dad, like, my mom and my dad, the way they met was, like, they, my, they, like, told jokes. I'm going to cough. <coughs> There. That um, sounded like a Spanish cough. <laughs> 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 um, what's it called? They, they like, my dad always had like a little joke book in his, like, he always had a little joke book in his back pocket. What? Yeah, he like loves like joke jokes, you know? Yes. Yeah. So does my dad, but he doesn't carry a book. Yeah, because you just know them. My he dad has, has terrible memory. <laughs> in his ear, someone feeds him. Really, really special. It's your grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he does that. Like, he just, like, knows a lot of joke jokes. And my mom's a big, like, improviser and, yeah. like, very silly woman. My sister's an improviser and my older sister's not. But, like, she also really silly in a way that's, like, less... Less like she does it on purpose, but she's still really, really funny. My older sister. You're, what age are you? You're, you're, you're tw- I'm 26. You're, you're 26. So you're quite. You're still quite young. So that's good. But like, kind that's of. That's good for you. Thank you. How old are you? <laughs> 34. 34. I don't know why I was gonna say 39. I, was gonna, I sort of wanted a compliment. I was gonna say like 39. You'd be like, you look great. Oh, for 39. Wow. When I say 34, you're like, yeah. No, 32, 31. Seriously? Yeah, I would. Wouldn't pit me in my 30s, Lara. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Early, early. Do you know what? Pregnancy has not been kind to me. How I'm, long, how, how pregnant are you? Oh, I'm, my due date's like next week. Get out of here. Yeah, no, I'm ready to go. Like, how do you feel about be it? Be prepared at any moment to catch a baby. That's not how it works. They don't fall yeah. out <laughs> that quickly. Unless you got a strong pelvic floor. I mean, no, that would keep it in. Right, unless you can... You would, ha- would need to have a shit pelvic floor. <laughs> we need you to slide out. Yeah, slide, but if you want to push. Yes. I have this, no idea. This is the thing. You're, you don't even need to push. This is the thing about birth, childbirth, right? 
that I'll explain to you is you don't actually have to push. What do you, what do you mean? Do you know when you see on TV and you hear midwives and nurses being all doctor black, put one big more push? Bullshit. That doesn't, that's not the way it works. You can't control it. Do you know when you vomit and you just go, and it just comes yeah. up and you have no control over that vomit? That's what your, that's what your fanny does. What? It vomits the baby out. It, your whole, your whole <laughs> body just goes. <laughs> But what, what about the, like, you don't have to do any strength? You can, you can aid it. You can add to, no, that's not to say it's not horrifically painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But, but vomiting you, painful too. You can. I mean, not the same. What's painful? Vomiting. vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> this is like you vomit a baby out your arse. That's what happens. And it just, what? your body pushes it out itself. Why they would they write it? Why would they write in shows? More dramatic. Then like, yeah. Just you should <laughs> know it's not all real. Yeah, I should. But what about and This Is Going To Hurt? You know that series? I haven't watched it. but oh, it's, I know it's really, brilliant. yeah, it's really intense. Yeah, I think that all, all the birthing things, like all that stuff where they're like pushing people are like, eh, like it doesn't, I mean, you do, you do be like that, but it's, because, <laughs> but it's not natural. Like your body will, it's like you, you couldn't keep the baby in no matter how hard you tried. It, it will, your body just pushes it out through the same motion as vomiting, but you're vomiting out your arse. I've never heard about this. Who told you it like vomiting out your arse? <laughs> That's how it felt. Oh, I've had. I have a child already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm speaking from experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to have, and you knew it was gonna be like vomit. No, okay. no, 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 no. You have a child. I, I only say things that are facts, Lara. <laughs> I know this from my previous from my daughter. I was like, well, that's so fucking. Me-. All of a sudden, your body just starts going like a machine and pushes it out. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. It's 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 absolutely wild. It's the closest you'll ever come to death, and I know why I'm doing it again. <laughs> well, because then you have a baby. Yeah, but. You know, it's the vomit and not your arse thing. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> not ideal. No, I was all, I was a uh, cesarean. Me and my two sisters were cesarean. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I actually shat in my mom's stomach because she couldn't take me out on time. That you, sucked. What, as you came out? You did a shit straight away. I, I Before. I was still in there in the bag. That must be why they took you out. That's really dangerous when yeah, a baby it's really shits dangerous. inside your mouth. It's like green and stuff. <laughs> it's called meconium. I think it can kill you. I think it can kill you, yeah. yeah. I think that's why they needed it out. Yeah. It's so funny that like, oh, the baby's <laughs> took a shit quick. It's going to kill everybody. Get it out. And then when it comes out, it just shits 10 times a day and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's like if you eat it or something gross like that. Yes, let's not eat the shit. <laughs> yeah, at all. But yeah, all of us were cesarean. I think if you have two cesareans, you can't have a third natural. Oh, no. Yes, it'll rip open probably with the... It's not pushing, but like with the with the. You're, you've got a thing against the pushing. Yeah. <laughs> you want people to stop saying that. Well, when I was giving birth last time, the midwife was like, "Push," and I went, "Don't fucking tell me <gasps> to push because that's not how it works. I my body will do it." And what she said? She fucking. <laughs> yeah. She was my I didn't like her one bit. She was awful. Um, oh no! What age were you when you moved out of Mexico then? Um, I last time I lived there, I was thirteen. Oh. Yeah, and then I moved to Miami, Miami, Florida. Did, was it, so did you just all move to Miami then? No. And also, I know where Miami is. Yes, <laughs> but there's Miami, Ohio. It was there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> there's also another Miami somewhere. But they're not, nobody cares about nobody those Nobody cares ones. about them. Yeah, Miami, Florida. But also, I'd like to say Miami, Florida, so you remember it's in that horrible place, just putting in context. Miami, Florida sounds great. You say it's it? horrible. Um, I think to I think like children shouldn't be allowed there. Why? I think it's bad for you to be a child there. Why? I mean, think about it. Think about like what we know about it. Like what what do you like? All I know about Miami, Florida, is that people get their roller skates on. Right, people get their roller skates on, but also everybody's in like everybody's 
gorgeous and yeah, like but like gorgeous cosmetic cosmetically surgery. and they also like everybody's really rich but obviously not everybody's really rich so there's like there's huge like wealth disparity right um and it's really warm all the time which is really nice except for the fact that like that lead to generations of body like eating disorders like just like every girl has an eating disorder because like, everyone's in barely any clothing yeah and it's like there's a there's a standard of a beauty standard that no one can reach like it's impossible mm-hmm. and it's like so present and it permeates like every aspect of society but then roller skating's really fun the what roller skating's fun so roller skating's <laughs> really good it's really good that no, but it would be no i understand it would be it would be horrific it's like la or something you know it's yeah. horrific to live somewhere where it's just constant the beauty standards are so high that it's like yeah in or you fuck off exactly and it's like everybody like it's impo- it's impossible unless you get like a bunch of surgery and it's like then you have to get a bunch of surgery and it's like but you didn't even want to get surgery in the first place it wasn't even what was most important to you and then it has to become what's most important to you and then you're fucked then it's like do you know black china no do you know black china who oh a rapper she's a stripper oh she's married she has a baby to robert kardashian i don't know anything about that stuff okay but what? Tell me. I would love to know. <laughs> she she's undoing all her surgery at the minute. It's like years and years of like ass implants. She's quite famous. Ass implants, cheek fucking fillers, and like loads of boob jobs. Like just like she's, she's like she looks like a Barbie doll. But now she's like going through this thing, going like that's that's the end. She has kids now as well, and she's like fuck this. She's going through like she's getting the stuff sucked out of her ass. Shut up. Like imagine because that shit has to come out. It stays there. It's silicone. Right, it's silicone. Do you mean? That's something I'll never understand as an ass job. People pitting. But I thought people grab fat from other places and they put it in their butt. There's that. Yeah. But also, if you don't have much fat and right. you need a bigger ass, they give you silicone. It's like a like boob implants, but they'll put them in your arse. And then what have you, and you sit and it's like. I don't know. Like bouncy. Yeah, I guess. Must be comfortable. <laughs> At some point, must be feel horrible and it's like horrible. moves all around. I also know that lip fillers like move up. Yeah. And then they people, people get them all bit. They yeah. end up all like that. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. I got lip filler before about five years ago, once. And what, they, is it filled? Like, is it like a, no, they inject something and then. They inject and a, a, like a, I don't know, some sort of solution into your lips to yeah. make them obviously look bigger. Filler, whatever it is. But I got it. Do, do you know what it was? It was like, actually about seven years ago. It was about six months before my wedding. And I was like, maybe I'll get it and just see what it looks like. And I bet it looked good for a little bit. It looked Awful. No. I got asked regularly had I been in a fight. I got asked, and they weren't even that big, but I didn't have big lips, so it was stupid looking. It looked so stupid, and the rest of me doesn't look like surgery, so I looked so silly. And I, I my brother in law was like, Have you been punched? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Mom, why? Because oh, you got it in the top? I got, I got it mostly in the top and barely in, in the bottom right. and it looked so... Sh- and also, <laughs> it was before it was like a really popular craze. So it was dead yeah. expensive and it lasted about six weeks. Six weeks? Shit. And then what? And then it just went away. And then I was like, well, that's the last time I'll do that because I look like an absolute <laughs> asshole. Yeah, like you had a bee fucking bite you in the lip. Yeah, it oh. looked like I had a bee sting mouth. It was the worst. So I was like, no, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to. But I feel like people are now going backwards and getting rid of all that stuff. I mean, that'd be cool. It's still like such a fucking process to do any of that. So yeah. much money. I just think in terms of like what what's important in Miami and like I, I got like a lot of, um yeah, like I, I've seen it now. I understand it. Like it was a big part of my life. Like being, I don't know, just like beauty, but also in general, just like the things that people talk about and like the things like where 
and I'm being shitty because a lot of my friends are there and still like, and my family still lives there. Like my my dad lives there, my mom sort of lives there, and like I go back a good amount. And like I I have a like I love that it's like Latin America. Everybody's yeah. Latin American. Everybody speaks Spanish. In Florida, yeah. Okay. In Miami, just oh, well. Miami. Miami. Yeah, and it's like everybody's Cuban and Mexican and Venezuelan, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's really nice because like a little like that's exactly the place where everybody goes. Yeah. But then again, there's also like a lot of like dictators from Latin America, their grandchildren, like because there's also a law that you can buy if you put down like a hundred k, you buy property. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure about the numbers, but like you, if you buy property, you get a green card. So it's like so just if you have money, that's it. You you're have in. shit tons. Yeah, shit tons. But that means a lot of corruption, a lot of corrupt money from uh, Latin yeah. America comes into, and it comes in through Miami. It's a lot of drug money. Yeah. It's just like people are doing drugs really young. Um, like you see cocaine when first time when you're like 12, 13. It's like why am I seeing cocaine? You know. Holy shit. Yeah, you shouldn't see cocaine at no, that age. You should be seeing like like a WKD, like one like Alka Pop. Yeah, maybe or yeah. like or like or some not. cartoons or like some <laughs> fucking like not drugs. Cartoons at twelve. Yeah, cartoons at twelve. You weren't what are you fucking watching about? cartoons. At no, 12. I I saw. I think I saw like. Yeah, definitely like marijuana and that stuff. I had already seen by the time I was twelve. Yeah, just like around. People just do, and it's like, and, and also when I moved like my first high school, like everybody was on acid. Like, why is everybody on acid? Why was everyone on acid? Because it was an art school. They didn't inspiration. I don't know what it was, but it was just like a lot of people on acid. Like, that's such a massive exposure to drugs. Yeah, so it's, young. Also, it's, did you try any? I tried drugs. I think like people when I was like fifteen, people around me were doing Molly because there was a lot of like music festivals and stuff. What do you call them? MDMA? Oh, MDMA. Yeah. Fuck, that's hardcore. I, that's that? hardcore. I didn't do it until I was like probably 20 when I moved to Amsterdam. Amsterdam's also a huge drug city. Yeah. But like, I think I like I was like going to the club when I was like 15. So was I. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. My With next... a fake ID. Oh, which means you had to get an 18-year-old fake ID. I had to get a 21-year-old fake ID. Oh, that's a far stretch. I know. Yeah. You're tiny. I got my fake ID ripped open one time. Like, it had lasted me years. I was using it for like three or four years. And it was six weeks before my 18th birthday. Oh. And it was starting to peel. <laughs> and on, she was my passport. There was a girl in my school who like made a living out of making the fake IDs. She would scan the passports, jiggle the numbers, print it out, laminate it. Amazing. And stick it on. And they looked amazing. And every single one of us fuckers were in the club <laughs> at the weekend. We were 15. And when it, years I'd been using it. And six weeks before my 18th birthday, it was on my friend's 18th birthday. It was peeling and the guy ripped it off. And underneath was me, a picture of me, about six years old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you're not getting it. From 10 years before, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. so funny. And he was like, you've been, I, I've seen you here, you've been fucking using this. But there was a nightclub where my next door neighbour worked in it. And my parents went in and was like, is it okay if she, she, I was like 15, 16. And they were like, is it okay if she goes into your club? Just pretend that she's 18. like, yeah. And you just, you just let me and my friends in. That's so sweet. It's just such a weird thing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I was about to say, it's just such a weird thing yeah. to want. Go in there and hang around with all of the 30-year-old men. That's the thing. <laughs> They're all so old at that moment for you. Yeah. And you're like obviously talking to them. And you're trying to be hot, and yeah. you're so small. Yeah, you're an, you're a full child. I remember on my 16th birthday, I had like a part time job in a restaurant, and I went out and I bought everybody I was with a round of drinks. So it was like maybe 15, 20 people out for my birthday, and I was acting really flashy, really grown up, and I was like, I'm going to buy everyone a round of drinks. And then I had no money left, one <laughs> round of drinks, and I was all, now I'm poor. It's my birthday. I'm fucking, I can't get home. I've no taxi money. So, it was br- so you're just like trying to be an adult. So yeah. Like, 
I know. I know. And it's like, just why? Also, whatever. I think there's some places, cities in general, just like exacerbate, but they make everything just go faster. The yeah. process is just like unnecessarily so. And I feel like Miami, like, I, I'm, I'm glad that I did. I just think like my brain would have needed a little bit more time if, if I was nicer to myself, like being that little. I think yeah. I would have given myself just like some space to grow. I tried an E when I was like 15. What is Ecstasy. it? Oh, yes. But it was genuinely fake. Like it was, there was, it was a fucking paracetamol. <laughs> well, ideal, yes, because I didn't die. That was yeah. great. But also I had to, <laughs> I had to just pretend <laughs> I was like on drugs. Because like I was like, well, I've taken this and I wanted to act cool in front of everyone. And my friends had taken it. And I said, I now have to walk around all, <laughs> as if I'm on drugs for the duration of this fucking music festival. No, also being yeah. in a music festival without drugs, what a fucking bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a nice yeah. time. And so I, I, I literally walked around the whole day pretending to be on drugs. And I would love to see footage of that now. It was fucking worst. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't, Luckily, I think my parents drug tested me a lot. Like the when what? I was, yeah, just because you know, bloods. No, like pee. Did they? Yeah, That's... and they weren't even strict about it. They were just like checking, and then like sometimes it'd be positive because I had smoked weed, and then they'd be like, "Blah, da, that was it." Blah, <laughs> <laughs> da, you shouldn't have. And then I like smoked weed with my mom when I was like seventeen. Anyway, but she just wanted to know. But it's not like it wouldn't come up on your pee. Oh, it's only a wee bit of weed. Would no, it, I would. Oh, it can t- they can tell what drug you've taken from your pee. I think they like they're like specific tests for specific drugs. Fuck me. So there's these home kits. Yeah, in Miami for sure, and CVS. Well, yeah, <laughs> you definitely. Get that, yeah, you don't have that here. We could be doing with that here. You, uh, yeah, or like there's also like hair tests. Like you can just send that to a lab, and then they tell you what drugs you've taken. We would need lie detector tests here. Why? Because just I have three steps on, and all the dudes lie. <laughs> <laughs> what you have three stepsons? Yeah, they're all teenagers. Wait, did you marry a guy who's old? He's like seventy. Shut up! No, he's like thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> but he started really young. He started super young. Yeah. And they're thirteen. My other stepson is like turning twenty. <gasps> I know. Is he like your buddy? Nope. No. <laughs> no, he lives in Liverpool. He's at university. Oh, of course. Like, so, for instance, this is the sort of shit that, like, so we were talking to him on <laughs> Sunday on FaceTime, just like, how are you getting on with your life? How's things? All good. Chatting away on there for about 20 minutes. The next morning, he goes to Paris and doesn't tell us. <laughs> and, like, he knew he was going to Paris. Yeah, of course. When we were speaking to him the day before. He had, a, he had his flights booked. Him and his friends were going. Just, they got cheap flights and were going to stay overnight for one night. For like this, the, He's literally coming back today. And and yesterday, his younger brother was like, yeah, James is in Paris. And we were like, what? no, he's not. We were talking to him yesterday. And he was like, no, yeah, I flew to Paris this morning. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they tell you absolutely nothing. You'd need a lie detector test. You should get find my iPhone shit on him. Yes. So, well, so you know he's in Paris. You should know where he is, no? If it came up that he was in Paris, I'd be like, that shit's broken. <laughs> he's not fucking Paris. He doesn't, know where he, he doesn't even know where his passport is. Do you know what I mean? Apparently he does. And, fucking, right? And he's all like, I can't afford a haircut and such a person to fly into Paris. <laughs> I, you're grand. You'll be fine. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Um, I actually, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Have you seen a ghost before? Um, I don't know if I've seen one. I have gone to a lot of like angel readers. Do you know those? Like mediums? Like mediums and like people who suppose like, like angels are different because they're not like dead people, but they're kind of like, How do, 
How do you become an angel if you're not a person who dead? Yeah, no, definitely you're a dead person, but there's something in between. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about because I, like, <laughs> when, when you go to an angel reader, they, like, look above you and they are people, like, they're not, like, ghosts. They're supposedly people that are, like, in, like, this in-between realm, but it's not supposedly purgatory because you're not, we're not subscribing to, like, those okay. norms. Yeah. So you're kind of, like, you're people that are looking looking over you, like guardian angels type of thing. But they're not, they haven't been humans before? No, they should have been humans. Oh, they were humans Probably. before? Yeah, I didn't ask any of these questions. I've been to a couple and like they just Why tell you- Why have you been to so many angel readers? my mom, my mom's obsessed with the, the whole like- Afterlife? Yeah, the whole afterlife thing. She like loves it and she, she's gone to like for her whole life. I think it's something about being in like, in like this industry, like the film industry. People are yeah. fucking weird there. Yeah, well, I also think you're exposed to so many people who are narcissists. That you're yeah. just like, everyone just has random ideas about things. So your mom's obsessed with like, what's going to happen after she's dead? She like believes in past lives and future lives. She goes to like regressions, which are like readings where they show you, like you're, you're like, close your eyes, like you can, they regress you to other lives and you see what you were like in no. other lives. Yeah, so I've been like, I've been to that too. I haven't seen it, but I've been told <laughs> about it. And have you been told you've had a previous life? Yeah, tons of them. I have like, yeah, specific like my like about specific things that like um I don't know. It's interesting because my like there are a lot of things that you that you learn when you get in there that you're like oh maybe she could have like looked stuff up about me. Yeah. Also, a lot of times just like this just old old lady that is like she couldn't even use her phone. She has like a house phone. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you're like, why would she? But when I came into the last one, I went in like in January that I went um, to this woman in Miami and she lives in like the northern part of Florida. And uh, when I came in, she was like, you were a court jester when in a past life, she told me. She was like 80. What does a court jester do? Lighten the mood a, in the middle of a court? <laughs> the only, it's like the, the cripple. The warm-up act? Basically, it's like the cripple that can make fun of the t- of the king. Right. Like the buffoon. But like... Do you mean not in like a court of law? Maybe. Like during like a court case? <laughs> yeah. No. It's just like happening just the court. The court, of, the court so just in his presence. What, so you did that? I did that. So and you know, so I, is I, there I, a through line between all your past <laughs> lives? Like is there a connection? Probably, yes. that sounds like a connection. Yeah, probably. I think there are things that like, I, I with everything, with like with like the hearing aid thing, my mom, oh, my mom is asked about that all the time, obviously. She feels a lot of guilt about the fact that my older sister and I are hard of hearing. Like, she your older sister is as well? Also, yeah, which is like so clearly that it's their fault, you know? like oh, yeah, there's like talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it's it. their fault. It, of course it's their fault in terms, yeah. if they were one. You know, there yeah. could just be, but there's two, and so it's obvious. And she like, she drank when she was pregnant. She didn't drink. Uh, so she says. I know that's she the was thing. Smoking that weed. She was smoking that weed and talking at fucking who? I don't know. She was in fucking Miami. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's just confusing that it feels like. But there's some probably just some shit with like my parents being together, like their DNA. But then my little sister hears very well. Um, confusing. We don't know what was it is. She the favorite then? Yeah, I mean, cause they could talk to her. <laughs> 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 we got hearing aids. I got hearing aids when I was three already. My sister was six. So I think ever since like that, my mom's just like, every time she goes, she's like, why? Why is it? There has so to be a So that's why she goes. She wants think, to find out why. Yeah. And they told her it was like a, we were in a past life. We were in a bomb in Asia. And my mom tried to save us from this bomb and the bomb went off and it burst our ears. She told us. So in the past life, you are all still a family? Sometimes. Oh, that's the thing. If you're very <laughs> close to your family or like you have like a good relationship or, or like either... either those people that are just like difficult that they're around and you're like I don't know why it's just like difficult and you clash with these yep. people there are a lot of people that are in your circle now that were in your circle before kind of like you're always around the same 
group, group of souls. Fuck, you can't get away. You can't get away, but they come in different. They come in different people. So like my mom has been my sister and my partner. Now I was told we were like in an arranged marriage once in a past life. Your mom had <laughs> been your sister. Yeah, and my sister had been my teacher, and like things like that, like that you. My, yeah. That my sister apparently was this nun that was my teacher, and then we were really good friends. Is your sister the nun who his your deaf sister? Or this, yeah. Okay, maybe that's my no. What nuns are bastards? Nuns are bastard. All of them. All of. Have you seen the Magdalene sisters? No. It's a, it's a hard time. What? It's a movie about well the nunneries that in like in in Ireland are renowned for just. Bad bitches. How crazy, huh? Uh-huh. That you're like, you gave your life up to God and then you're a fucking asshole? What well, because you got on? a power trip. It's a perfect, in my opinion, it's a perfect job for somebody who has a power trip and wants authority over people. But like, do you, like, you know that you don't have authority and like, you only have authority and just given that you've like, given your life up and it's yeah. like a huge sacrifice for fucking what? But I, th- well, you must get something. You no, get money. of course. Yeah, some. You don't get that much money. Here? I- you get it. You, I think you get to live your life for free. You get a house and a car, and yeah, but you can't do any of the things that you want. But you still do. Do you? I think so. Yeah. You have to hang out with all these Not other all women. Them. Not all of them, but it's, I mean, it's, it's it's a corrupt. It's an industry. I yeah. think as well. I think like Christianity, and I don't know. Are you religious? I'm not really. No, I mean I've been in the past, but like just because <laughs> <laughs> in the past life. In the past Were life. you not? <laughs> no, no, I've been in like past and like I went to different schools in Miami. Also, I went to different schools. Oh, I went to, in your current life, but in yeah, the past, in the past, in this <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, I went to like a Jewish school for three years, and then I was like doing that for three years, and like I wanted to be involved in that. I took like a good amount of t- t- it took a lot of space in my life, like Judaism for three years, yeah. and then after I went to a Catholic school, and also, but that's the thing that they told me that I was like a leader in the faith, and like they really got me. Just I love being a leader, obviously. Yes. Of course. Obviously. And I was like 16 and they just like sent me to New Jersey to do like retreats and stuff. So I was like in it for yeah. like. Yeah. If, if you're going to do anything if they're like, you'll be in charge. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you have light inside of you. And and I was like, I love hearing about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll fucking I'll tell the whole village if they tell me I'm in charge. <laughs> Absolutely. I gave speeches from the Bible and stuff. Like, I can't believe it's part of my life now because it's just so different. And I yeah. like, I very much, my dad's a very big atheist and my mom's like this. Um, but she, but they in general, no, it was. That's the same as my parents. My dad's a full atheist, and my mum has like she believes, and I don't know. She didn't go to mass, but yeah. she's like she's like a passive Catholic. Like she's at home going, yeah, I believe, but I like, not really, <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, that's I the best. I wonder how those conversations come about because me and my husband are both atheists, and I couldn't imagine if he believed in God or anything. I, uh, but it would be so. It would be such a strange setup in our house. If yeah. He was going to mass on a Sunday, and I was. No, having a hangover yeah clearly it feels like you guys have different ideas of, of what's right in the world yeah but at the same time I guess like my mom would like to be able to speak about those things more with my dad I think and my dad's just like he just thinks it's like funny he's yeah, like yeah, I can't yeah. believe that people are up to this but at the same time like shut up what the fuck do you know like maybe there we is we all shit. don't know yeah so it's like what are you being so arrogant about you know you don't know none of us know so you're just laughing while everybody else is like maybe feeling things that were special that you didn't get to feel so you're yeah. stupid oh no I feel bad now because I'm the person <laughs> laughing I'm like, no, but I think it's fine. Like, whatever. But it's like, if you are, like, in terms of, like, the way my dad is about it, I just feel like he he won't give room for the conversation yeah, to yeah, exist. Yeah. It's like, don't shut it down. You don't know anything. Well, none of us do. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, also, there is a there's a thing about, like, no, there's nothing. It's like, you're above everything. There's nothing. Which, and maybe there is nothing. And maybe you were right. But, like, what? So do you think when you die, you're going to have another life? Yeah. A future life? What do you Probably. want? Um, what would be fun? You know, I really like this one that I'm having right now. Up in my, 
This, this okay. is really good. I, I'm having a good time right now. I think I think I'd like to live something that's like really calm for once. I feel like my I I don't know. I this think I'd like to live calm. by the water. Yeah, something that's like maybe maybe I'd like to do some sort of like silent thing. I talk so much in this one. I've been talking. So in this one you can't hear, but the next one you don't want to be able to talk. Talk, no talking. You just got to go through all <laughs> yeah. the senses. And then I don't want to smell. I don't want to feel anything. You know my par- my partner doesn't smell. He has no sense of smell. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? From, from birth. I think he used to have nosebleeds, and they might have cauterized like his thing and then fucked it up. That means he can't taste as well, surely. I know. He says he can, and like we eat together all the time. Like I just think he doesn't have like he doesn't have like a refined palate or anything like he just kind of eats whatever um he but can't taste i think he can't taste and he's embarrassed to say it. he's all like mm, <laughs> he's like this has taste. cinnamon and it's like spice yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like he's in the cupboard you can see we have cinnamon <laughs> he, he, i don't know but he doesn't he doesn't that's a weird thing it's just like he he's not like i guess you have to be extra careful i think it's really nice if i had to pick one that i didn't have like i would definitely like when i had covid it was like the best to not be able to smell I couldn't taste either when I had COVID. But I kind of like that. I'm well, not even... Um, I, uh, well, I ended up losing a lot of weight when I COVID because I couldn't eat. Because like, oh. you just go, what's the point? And then yeah. you realize 90% of what you're eating is for the taste and not for the feel. Do you know what I mean? At some people, it is for just the fuel. There's those people that exist in the world. Who are they with all that discipline <laughs> and restraint? Where they're like, yeah, I need some fucking nuts. And you're like, yeah. I need a donut. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But people do. I, I like, I like, like, I think because I, I smell so many worse smells than I smell good smells. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like all the time I'm smelling the shit. Smelly. I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of smelly. I'd rather just like smell less. Well, especially now, now that I'm in in pregnancy, like, oh. you're nauseous. The smells are so heightened. Actually, everything. Like for instance, there's a film that my daughter watches at the minute called Monster House on Netflix, and it's about like a this. It's a cartoon about this house that turns into a monster. She shouldn't be watching it. She's two, <laughs> but she loves it. And there's a bad man who comes out and kills everyone. And oh, she's no. like, "Where's the bad?" She's like, "Put the bad man on." She <laughs> loves it. And but a true crime fan. She absolutely yeah, yeah. Or just she's like a murderer in the making. <laughs> she's like writing down. She's got a notebook. And she's writing down tips. But she started watching that movie at Halloween when it came out. When I was in my early stages of pregnancy and really really sick. And now when she watches it, I want to throw up. No way. Every time it comes on the screen, I have to put it on for her and leave the room because it just reminds me of being so sick back then. There's still that like cognitive connection, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw up thinking of it. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking right now, it's so crazy that we're having this conversation, but also you have a little baby in there. That crazy. Huge baby. Huge baby. Yeah. Just there, just hanging out also. And, and right now he's moving around. Is he? He's punching me. But so funny, if I say to my daughter, oh, you're like, baby, his wee boy. I was like, if you're, your baby brother's kicking, and she'll come over to me with her foot as if to like, kick my belly and kick him back. And I'd be like, let's not do that. I should stop her watching that bad man movie <laughs> with all the violence. Um, crazy. Laura, I mean, I'm saying your name so well. Um... What is your remember when moment? Oh, um, I was thinking about it on the way over here. I'm not a, I'm not a huge like pop culture person. Just okay. I think like I would just in, like I was just in weird places at weird times, so I never really got like inside of it. Um, my friends were, but I wasn't. I think my my moment that like you know who I loved when I was little. I loved Celine Dion. Yeah, I oh. loved her. I thought she was fucking the best. Then yeah. I read her biography, and it was like this big ass book about her. Like, She's living. funny too. She's so weird. Yeah. Have you seen her peanut butter jelly clip? No. 
okay, that's my remember one moment. That changed my life, seeing her saying peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a with soda on the side. Why is that with a baseball bat? <laughs> no, I think she sings that song. And she, I think she's ill. She might be ill now. Do you know? No, she's dying. No, I don't know if she's dying, but she's, she's just it's not well. Well, she's, she's not very well. old, despite looking fucking brilliant. Yeah, she's like 70-something, and she's being weird on television. And she, there's a clip where she's singing. Somebody asked her, like, what's your favorite food? And she goes, mmm, I love peanut butter and jelly. And she's like, <laughs> and it's just like really weird. And then she does the thing where she, like, sings the peanut butter jelly song. And that I have a feeling that she's like Mariah Carey. Do you know like you couldn't go around to your house without her singing her way through the day? Do you know what I mean? She'd be like, do you want to use the bathroom? You'd be like, fuck up, Celine. We know you sing. Also, when I was in primary school, my teacher used to call me Celine Diona. Oh. Because I used to get up and sing Titanic. <laughs> I insisted on getting up and singing Titanic at the oh, end of every day. Is that a thing here that people sang that song? Is that a thing that has anything to do with here? Oh, because the Titanic. The Titanic. No, not particularly. I think I was just attention seeking. I think and your I just, name. My name. Yeah. There was a pun there. There was a pun there. <laughs> I didn't know it until my, Mr. Morris told me. But I used to get up and sing the song. But I don't think. Yeah, I actually had never made that connection when I was a child. I probably didn't know that we made the Titanic as a child. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I just found it out when I came here. I didn't know that you guys made the Titanic we either. We do not stop talking about it <laughs> it's your big thing it is everywhere it's, it's a big thing i love the thing that it's like she was fine when she left here we what love the, that that's so funny yeah yeah that's we say so that funny. about every like every actress that leaves to go <laughs> to like work in la or london and they they become drug field fuckers we're like she was fine when she left here roma downey she was fine when she left here I liam neeson that. he was fine when he left here I didn't know you were from here. Liam Neeson. I mean, I don't know anything about anyone. That's the thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to be. <laughs> Maybe in your next life, you should be a yeah. detective and I mean, learn oh, more about people. Or like a fucking pop culture person. Yeah. But maybe, that's the thing. Who knows what that reality is like? Maybe there's no pop. Maybe there's no culture. Have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yes. It is absolutely fucking mental. Yeah. Did you mental. enjoy it? I did enjoy it. You know, I enjoyed it a lot. And then I talked to my friend who I really respect, his movie taste, and he was like, it was so fucking stupid and like an ad. I can't, like an ad? He said it was like an ad. And that fucked me up. I hated hearing that. <laughs> um, I, I can't tell if it was genius or absolutely shit. <laughs> it's such a fine line, isn't there? Like, I'm like, is this the most creative thing of all time? Or yeah. is it a pile of piss? And it but isn't been it? Done? It's silly. It's silly. And it's about like, it's in the zeitgeist. And it's about a lot of things that we've been thinking about. And it's yeah. like, and also I thought I had a good message. Like the whole thing of like, if you like, like the apathy of knowing that everything is possible. Like if there's that reality, like that's the thing about having faith and like believing in one thing is like, we're able to kind of just like pile in our understanding of the world. Yeah. If we have all of the possibilities and nothing matters, then nothing matters leads to an apathy that is like unnecessary. Like it's just unhelpful. And like in the end, we all like, we see what happens to this person who knows that nothing matters. Yeah. It's just like a story about like what, like but what a, if you? Li- but if you live your life like constantly going like everything is possible and I can I can do anything, you will die quick <laughs> because yeah, you'll be like I can jump off that bridge <laughs> because by the time I hit the water, I will have learned to fly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're going to die. No, for sure. But also at the same time, like you you will like just thinking, just the idea that everything is possible makes you think 
nothing matters, which would lead you to do something that di- that would make you die. Yeah. But, like, the nothing matters part is, like, the it's the shittiest thing to believe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that's the message of the movie. It's, like, we should believe that things matter even if everything is possible. Because do you ever go through your day? Like, I, I, I ten times throughout my day, I'd be like, this, I, in, in the grand scheme of things, I am one person. Like, say you have a gig. Yeah. At a gig, I'd be like, listen, there's 50 people here in a tiny room in the back arse of Balamina where Liam Neeson's from and like nobody cares this will be over tomorrow people consume that much stuff now like there's, there's none of this if you have a bad gig like, doesn't matter yeah. look how many things are happening right now in the world yeah. look how many gigs are happening this is bullshit and then by the time you get home you'd be like no actually that was the most important night <laughs> of my life and everyone there is now talking about me and I will be imprinted in their memories and I've ruined female comedians for them all do you know what I mean like yeah. you, just, you switch between going this is the most important this is the most important thing ever and this is so ship it <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean yeah but I, I think that that's what the part of the movie that was like I liked I liked the way that they dealt with that like yeah. I liked the way that they dealt with like and also that mother daughter relationship that was beautiful I love that the she was not was not like possessed or something yeah but she it was about like how shitty she was how unable she was to connect with her Mm. And that mom and like being like the immigrant that she was like it, it like just carried on her and she wasn't able to see that her daughter was just like looking for help. I was just looking at her mad clothes. <laughs> I think you've seen you you've looked into it way more than I, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, they changed that. so much, and it's like a really low budget film, and they changed so fucking much. Is it low budget? Yeah. I was just about to say it looks really high budget. No, because... it was super low budget. That was why also it got so many Oscars. It got like seven Oscars. You were like, wow, you did this with such so little money. My God. Yeah, no, it it has some cool things. I I vouch for that movie. I vouch okay. for that movie. Everyone watched that movie. <laughs> um, Lara, thank you so much for thank you for having where me. Do you, where are you where are you flying to today? Then Netherlands, London. Oh, London. Yeah, so I have gigs in London this week. Okay. And then what? when will this come out? In about four or five weeks' time. Okay. I'm better ahead just because of the bump. Right, I'm of course. A bit of time off. Um, so this will be out, say, end of June. Cool. Um, well, let, let me tell them that they should come watch my Edinburgh Fringe show. Yes. I'm doing an Edinburgh Fringe show. And Lara won newcomer of the Fringe last year, so basically you were the funniest person at the Fringe. But no, I was, was new. The, yeah, I was new. That's they, they liked my show. It was okay. It was a good show. I did yeah. my best. I did my yeah. best. And Vittorio uh, was on here a few weeks ago when he was nominated as well. Who? Oh, Vittorio. Vittorio. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. That's really good cool. Guy. Good guy. So your show this year, tell us about that. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's not a show yet. It's okay. going to be, it has to be done for January, which I'll premiere in Soho Theater in the end of January. But okay. it's like, I'm kind of doing it backwards. I didn't do enough yet. So I'm writing it now. Okay. Um, And it's going to be a work in progress. I think it's going to be silly and fun. I'm going to probably do something that's like captioned not for the work in progress definitely I don't have enough time yeah. but like I will do something what do you call it um no work it's in just progress. work in progress <laughs> <laughs> I will call it something it, it will, will have, have a name. name it will um but that's in August are you doing the whole run be there for no. the month no on the 11th to like the 17th okay and where in monkey barrel different monkey rooms barrel. yes that's where you were last year that's where I was yeah are you are you going um, no, because I, I was going to go this year, but I've just had a baby, so maybe next year. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. I've done it a few times, but never as a stand-up. I've done it, in, I was just to be in sketch, a sketch oh, group. Oh, how cool. So I've done it three years, but in sketch groups, so uh, I want to go back this year and not have stuff thrown at me <laughs> for being in a sketch That's group. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. <laughs> and what is your Instagram handle and stuff for anyone who'd like to follow? Lara Ricote, which is my name, L-A-R-A, and then R-I-C-O-T-E, mm-hmm. and that's it. Thank you so much, Lara, for you. joining me today. And um, we'll put a link. Is your show tickets out already? Yes. Yes, we'll put a link for your show tickets. For thank you. Then. All right, thank you very much. Thank you.